introduction to above the french lines letters of stuart walcott american aviator july fourth nineteen seventeen to december eighth nineteen seventeen this librivox recording is in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org introduction from the princeton alumni weekly of january thirtieth nineteen eighteen it is now seven weeks since the dispatches from paris reported that stuart walcott was attacked by three german airplanes and brought down behind the german lines after he himself had brought down a german plane in his first combat on december twelfth nineteen seventeen and that it was feared he had been killed but even now after the lapse of nearly two months it is not definitely known whether his fall proved fatal or whether the earnest hope of his friends that he is still alive may be realized the reports are conflicting a cable message of january seven said that in germany it was reported that s walcott had been killed by a fall on december twelve near st souplet but dr walcott received a letter on january nineteen which holds out some hope that the fall was not fatal and that his son may be a prisoner in germany this letter dated september seventeenth is from a young aviator named lochran who was stuart walcott's roommate at the flying station he gives this report of what was told to him by an observer and pilot who saw the combat on the twelfth of december at eleven thirty a m there were five pilots to go out on high patrol including stuart and myself but i was prevented from going because of a wrenched ankle stuart and the other pilots left here at eleven forty a m for high patrol which means they are to fly above the thousand meters two of the pilots had to return because of motor trouble leaving one pilot whom stuart was following at twelve fifty a m they ran across a german biplace machine the french pilot attacked first but had to withdraw because of trouble with his machine gun he reports that the spod stuart walcott's machine that had been following him he last saw a thousand meters above him or the german also that the german had gone back over his lines the infantry and artillery observers report the french pilot's attack in combat and that six minutes later the german returned over our lines and that the spa that was seen flying at a very high altitude came down and attacked the german and succeeded in bringing him down in flames in doing so he had to fly quite away over the german territory and that the spod had started to return when three german fighting machines were seen diving on him and forcing him down the spod was last seen doing a nose-dive perpendicular behind their lines that is all the information i have received up to date this is what makes all the boys think that stuart is alive a nose-dive perpendicular is used very often in combat but is very dangerous as it is very difficult for one to come out of and yet have their motor running that reason might force him to land also there was very little chance for him to get away from them by flying as they were above and the only sensible thing to do was to land and as we were only three days in this sector the french think that he might have been mixed up as to the direction for home or that he was slightly wounded and could not turn his machine toward the french lines i've tried every possible way to get information about stuart i've sent the numbers of his motor and machine to major s unintelligible who is trying to trace it through the red cross service one of the french pilots of this esquadrille 
who was a very good friend of your boy, shot down a German biplane on 13th of December. The machine fell behind our lines. The pilot was dead before reaching the ground, but the observer was only slightly wounded. So the boys of that escadrille have asked the commander of the group if we could be permitted to go and talk to the German, as he may know something about the spa that fell behind his lines the day before. We hope to know whether he will be permitted to do so or not tomorrow. It takes two months before we receive the report from Germany officially. In the meantime, you will read all sorts of reports in the newspapers, but I will cable or have Captain Peter Bowl do so by getting the news that is true. The case of Buckley, the American who fell September 5th, was reported as being in flames from 5,000 meters down and fell in German territory. The observers reported that it landed on its back and burned completely. His parents were notified of his death. Newspapers reported the terrible death he died. Well, sir, on November 25th, we received a letter from him, saying he was enjoying the best of health and was satisfied with his surroundings in the prison camp in Germany. So we are all hoping the same for Stuart. I have all Stuart's personal things, and will give them to Captain Bold the first chance I get. Mr. Walcott, it is beyond words for me to try and tell you how grieved we all are about Stuart, and how great a loss it is to the Esquadrille for him to be away. He was more than liked by every member and officer, and gave promise of doing great things, was always up in his machine trying to better himself in combat flying. There was never a minute that he was idle, if it was possible for him to fly, and never a more generous and kinder boy. Only the night before the patrol he last went out on, he gave me every care in the world, got up during the night to make sure I was comfortable, and to do anything he could for my ankle. From one who has been with Stuart through all his training and roommate on the front, yours respectfully, E.J. Lochran. This letter was written before the cable dispatch of January 7th from the International Red Cross, which seems to establish definitely the fact that Stuart Walcott gave his life in support of the endeavor to make the world safe for democracy. In further and final evidence, a letter dated February 5th, 1918, informed Dr. Walcott that the Red Cross agent in Paris had reported Stuart Walcott's grave has been found. An accompanying map from Lochran shows the spot where Stuart Walcott fell is on a hill a little south of St. Souplet. Benjamin Stuart Walcott was of New England ancestry. His earliest known American forebear was Captain Jonathan Walcott of Salem, Massachusetts, 1663 through 1699. Later, one of Captain Jonathan's descendants, Benjamin Stuart Walcott, served in a Rhode Island regiment during the Revolutionary War. On his mother's side, two ancestors served in the Continental Army and in the Revolutionary War. End of introduction. From above the French lines.